Welcome to the Business Bites Podcast, the podcast for busy entrepreneurs. Whether you're an online entrepreneur or seeking after brick and mortar success, this podcast brings you quick bites of content so you can learn and grow anywhere you are. Now here's your host, Rachel Branke. Hey guys, welcome to this episode of the Business Bites Podcast. I am your host, Rachel Branke, and I am joined today with Amy Bouchotts. I found her through the military spouse community. I absolutely love her adventures, business, and personal. So Amy, welcome to the show. Thanks so much for having me. Of course. Amy, I mean, you can be found everywhere. We're talking military.com, the Spouse Buzz blog, you're a reporter for military.com, and you're currently living in Alaska. How's that going? Um, Alaska is spectacular. Uh, you just have to, you've got to learn to like all of the different versions of it. You know, I, Amy and I were talking before we got on here. She recently went to a retreat while she's up there stationed with her husband and got to do some amazing things such as dog sledding. I am super jealous of that. <laughs> so maybe we need to do a business bites retreat of all the speakers and go visit Alaska. That would be fun. I think that's a great idea. It's an incredible place. We'll see. Let's see if we can get that planned. I also love the fact that Amy is a captain of the Team Red, White, and Blue team that I'm also a member of. She does that up there in Anchorage, and she sits on the board of her local running club. Today, we want to share some information with you guys about uh, reporters and how to get reporters to notice you. Many of you, obviously, are in business, and you're trying to grow attention, marketing, and part of your marketing plan may include news and reporter attention. So let's just dig right into figuring out some of these top tips that Amy has to help you guys. Um, Amy, when did you become a reporter? And kind of give us some background about that. Yeah, so I became a reporter in 2003. Um, I was going to school for communications, um, and I had been fascinated as a teen by the access uh, to the interesting people that reporters I had encountered um, had. Um, just those stories um, and the people they got to talk to. And I just thought it was just really, um, you know, an awesome opportunity and something that I really wanted to do as well. Um, so I moved to D.C. after college, interned, and just made, sort of made the whole thing work. Um, in 2008, I left my job to marry a boy now and moved to Washington State where uh, eventually I did restart in journalism in 2010 covering my own community, the military. Um, so I've now worked for military.com for seven and a half years covering military families and benefits and all of that good stuff. Um, and I also get to freelance for publications, covering the outdoors. I run my own website, humansoutside.com. And I am working on a book project examining what will happen to you as a person, sort of from all different angles, if you spend 20 minutes outside at least a day, every day for a year. I'm excited to see the end result of that. One of the things I talk a lot, this is a little bit of a detour, guys, but a lot of the things that I talk a lot about on the podcast is self-care as an entrepreneur. So I'm really excited to see kind of what your results and the angles that you get out of that after the year is up. Yeah, me too. <laughs> because because the, the for the book, I am essentially spending, I'm doing the experiment myself, right? So it's um, it's like super exciting to see how that's going just for myself. It takes a lot of self-reflection and then also actually doing the project. So I follow you on our personal Facebook pages, but is any of this public yet or do they have to wait for that? 
No, absolutely. They can hit up um, Humans Outside on Instagram, um, where I post every single day my picture of from that day of being outside, whatever that looks like. Awesome. And frankly, sometimes it looks like pacing in front of my kid's school while <laughs> I spend 20 minutes waiting for school to get out. I mean, it's really, sometimes it's that. Because let's be honest, like we're all busy, right? Mm-hmm. Do you have 20 minutes outside? Uh, or do you have even 20 minutes in your schedule to go outside every day? Well, I would argue the answer is yes, but sometimes you're going to find it in the 20 minutes before school pickup. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. there you go. Well, you know what? A little side note on that. My husband came in last night and was laughing at me because I had my phone propped up in the laundry room while I was doing laundry and I was watching like trash reality TV. And he's like, what are you doing? And I was like, I'm multitasking. This is like the only time I get to watch TV is when I'm washing and folding clothes. Of course, now that's that right. I think about it, he's normally the one doing the laundry. So maybe that's really what he was asking about. Well, Pro tip for him. That's what's up. I know, right? (laughs) For sure, for sure. All right, so let's get back on track a little bit, but I can't wait to see the end result of that project. But as a reporter and as a business owner yourself, because you've got a very awesome entrepreneurial spirit, it's one of the things that attracted me to you initially, but why would a business owner even want a reporter's attention? And before you answer that, I kind of want to clarify this a bit that I think many entrepreneurs, especially creative or online, they may not actually even be putting reporters into their or news media into their marketing plan. So why would they want the attention of a reporter? Yeah, so getting a reporter to cover something that you're doing is a great way to tell your story outside of that normal advertising channel that you might be thinking of outside of your normal marketing Mm -hmm. um, and outside of that sort of self-promotion. Um, yeah, I mean, you can pay for advertising, right? But you cannot pay for the authenticity that comes from a news story. So true. Well, you know, and on top of that, I think that that's in this day and age where we're in this online space, no matter what industry you're in, if you don't have an online presence, you're going to get left behind. Um, especially if you're in the newer infant stages, maybe if you're more established, maybe that you may not feel the crunch so much by having a lacking online presence. But there's so much noise out there that I'm finding, and I still find this how many years that I've been doing this, having my name next to a legitimate news source um, for like the As Seen In or As Seen On on my website adds a lot of uh, legitimacy and value and cuts through the noise just a little bit. It may not be the magic bullet, but with where other people are offering maybe the same product, same services, you know, similar branding, it's all this screaming. You want to have these little interrupters and something that's familiar to a consumer, such as a legitimate news source that they know about and recognize can definitely draw the attention. Um, so Amy, what do you, what, what are some of the best ways to get reporters attention to cover their businesses so they can get into this marketing path? Yeah, absolutely. So I think, um, I think the most important thing here to remember is that a news story is not going to be your personal marketing um, tool. Okay. So like you, you're giving up a little bit of control here, right? Like you can't shape the message as much as if you were doing your own marketing, right? right? Mm-hmm. So the way to get that attention, though, all right, is to do something interesting and newsworthy. News reporters are not going to be your personal advertising agency, right? But if you're doing something that goes um, way out of the way to help your community and doesn't have an obvious, this is what I get out of it hook, um, local reporters are likely to be interested. So I, I'll give you an example. Um, 
In North Carolina, Lakeisha Cole is a military spouse who has a business, the She Swank Marketplace. Okay, so she's had a bunch of different iterations of this business over time. Um, she had the business as a different sort of format in Okinawa, Japan, um, and she has the business now. Um, she moved it to North Carolina, so uh, she's done a really good job of getting news coverage of it for it, right? So how? Okay. So I'll tell you, the reporters who have covered it are not interested in covering her store's sales. What they are interested in is covering that this military spouse is going mm-hmm. way out of way to offer this space in the community for other military spouses to sell their stuff. They, um, We've covered the fact that she has gone way out of her way to make it easier for military spouses at all to have businesses um, mm-hmm. by working on policies. Okay. So um, she's also tied her store to the national conversation with that topic of helping military spouses have successful careers. She's worked with Virginia Senator Tim Kaine and has been in the news for that. Okay. Well, every time one of these sort of extracurricular things that does better her hustle, right. But isn't her hustle specifically Mm. happens. She has her store mentioned. Okay. So now you have this brand awareness that she's gotten because of the other stuff that she's doing. And, you know, and I love that because basically everything that Amy just said there is a really good checklist for you guys to use when you're going to develop a pitch or to submit an inquiry to a local news station or reporter or blog or whatever the um, medium it is that you're trying to get coverage by. Less about being an advertising piece and more about the messaging and what you're doing. And again, like Amy just said, it wasn't so much talking about what Lakeisha was selling. It was about why she was doing it and bringing attention to other issues um, and starting the conversation. So I love that. So if you guys need to pause and go back and download this episode and listen to that, definitely, definitely do that because pitching is very difficult. I was actually talking with another business owner um, who's been a past episode of this podcast before I got on here today. And we were even saying as well-developed we are in our business, Pitching changes so quickly, whether you're trying to get into media or you're looking for sponsorships or even just selling to consumers, it changes so quickly because of the way our platforms are changing, because of the way that algorithms are working. But what Amy just outlined is pretty foundational that I feel is a classic type of pitch that you can use going forward. All right. So on the topic of that, what shouldn't you do to get the attention of reporters? We kind of mentioned a little bit of self-promotion. Do you want to expand a little bit on some tips for them on that? Yeah. So it really centers around that, right? News reporters aren't your personal advertising agency, okay? They're looking for good stories, not for marketing, all right? So you're really going to turn off a reporter if you're doing that. And also, I mentioned earlier, you have this, um, you're going to be letting go of some of your control over what your brand is and how it looks. Um, Reporters are, I mean, we're very busy. News organizations are constantly downsizing their staffs, okay? So the chances are that you're dealing with a reporter has way too much to do and not Mm -hmm. enough time to do it. Mm -hmm. So if you can make your story accessible and easy to get, that's a plus. Mm -hmm. But if you become a major pain while trying to write the story, Mm -hmm. uh, a reporter's likely to be like, forget it, okay? You know what? I don't want to deal with you. Yeah, but I Um, feel like from watching you and how you work, and I feel like such a stalker saying that, but we're just in a lot of the same circles, is that I feel like you still – are able to capture, and this is the mark of a good reporter, you're still able to capture the good brand and essence of what these entrepreneurs are trying to convey without it being salesy and promotional. So 
maybe self-selecting the reporter that you're trying to get connected to, guys, instead of just picking any reporter that will take the story, because that's going to be a more successful output in the end. I, I agree with that 100%. And it really depends what you're trying to get out there for, right? So if you have an online brand that's sort of a national thing, right, you can be more picky. If you're dealing with something that's very local to where you live, mm-hmm. um, you're going to have way fewer cho- people to choose from, right? Um, and so uh, some of that um, choice is really just depends what you're doing and what you're trying to promote. Mm-hmm. And so what do you, if they had to take one tip for working with reporters, what would that be? I would say make sure you present why the, whatever it is you're pitching is a good story, mm-hmm. um, why it's of value to the community or makes good news, is interesting to read, has something for the reader to take away. So steer clear of that mar- sort of marketing mindset and focus on, um, you know, if you were going to read this publication, what would make you want to read your story. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And do you have any recommendations on, I, I call it pitching. I don't necessarily know if that's the right terminology to use when talking to or trying to solicit reporters to give reporters a story. But do you recommend like a certain timeline based on someone's specific industry? Um, I mean, as far as like a calendar timeline, because I don't really know what the turnaround time is for reporting or how what the process typically is for choosing, selecting and publishing Sure. There's all sorts of things that go into that, right? Are you pitching around a specific holiday? Mm -hmm. Are you pitching around a specific um, community event? Are you, um, you know, so you've got to factor in that sort of broader calendar as well, right? I would say for something that is um, event driven, so is centered around a specific day um, and um, is for just an online publication, you could probably, you probably look no more than two weeks out because frankly, I'm so busy as a reporter. I mean, this is from personal experience, right? I'm so busy. I don't have time to think of this stuff that far out. Right. right? Um, you know, if you're dealing with a magazine or something, um, hard copy that is printed, those people have way further out deadlines. We're talking months. Mm -hmm. Okay. So if you're looking to get your story in an actual print publication, that is a monthly magazine or maybe a bi-monthly magazine, um, let's say you're pitching for Christmas just because that's a, um, you know, seasonal thing. Uh, you're going to want to start pitching in like September, maybe even earlier. Um, you know, and so it, we really just have to look at what it is, um, who it is you're dealing with, what kind of publication they are, um, what the calendar is like, what it is you're pitching. I wish there was a better, more specific, easier answer than that, but that's, that's what I've got. Well, and maybe let's take a step back. Like that's perfect. Like the timeline that you're talking about, it's all figuring out the, what exactly you're pitching, the time sensitivity, and then of course the platform. What is it a local blog or is it um, a news channel like radio, TV, or print it. All of that's going to take into some consideration. But taking it a step back from that, how do you even find reporters? And that's actually been one of my own personal struggles is finding reporters and then also finding how to even pitch them. Like, what would you suggest with that? So I, uh, I pitch things myself periodically, right? I've done some with Team RWB. I've done some local events that I needed to pitch. So um, I ask myself, you know, what, what am I reading? What am I, um, what am I watching, right? As a consumer myself, what am I looking at? Um, or I ask myself, what, like, if I could be in any publication, what's my dream publication, right? Like, where do I want to read about me? Um, and uh, then, then I sort of go from there. I use Google quite a lot. Um, I use my network you know, to find it, does anybody know so-and-so, um, you know, 
from a local level, uh, I basically just sort of asked around um, mm -hmm. through my local network, hey, do you have a contact at XYZ TV station? And sort of dialed it down that way. Um, networking is huge for this. You would be surprised how few separation points are between you and any given publication. Well, I definitely think so with so many online groups that are available now. I just think back to when I first started in the online sphere. We didn't even have Facebook. So, like, we didn't have Facebook groups. It was MySpace, and I don't even think there – I don't know if there was groups at the time. But everything was really disconnected, and we're so connected now. And especially um, – Amy and I both come from the military community, and that's even smaller. You know, it may feel huge if you're a military spouse listening, and maybe you feel alone and separated – the community is so small. Just reach out, put the, you know, like what Amy was saying, ask for connections. Maybe somebody knows someone. It's incredible to see how many mutual friends that I end up having with new connections that I make all the time. Uh, so never discount that. Just ask. Um, I've had to put aside the fear of pitching and just do it. Um, I started with just doing text pitching, you know, by sending emails or tweets. And I've worked my way up to being on the phone. It's still scary to put yourself out there. But like I always say in my past episodes, um, the ultimate rejection is you telling yourself no. Amy's given us some really good tips. So if you don't even try to take a step out there, of course, you're going to be rejected. You've already done it to yourself. So Amy, thank you so much for taking some time. I know you're extremely busy. Um, for helping us figure out how to get in the path of reporters, some top tips of how to pitch to them. If you guys want to find this episode, you can go to rachelbreaky.com or thebusinessbytespodcast.com, and I'll talk to you guys next time. Thanks for joining Rachel on this episode of The Business Bites. For show notes, a list of recommended tools, or referenced episodes, you can find them at businessbytespodcast.com. Until next time.